The Bayou Dragons podcast would like to thank Floyd Fabrication for sponsoring this podcast. Listen, guys, if you're starting a business, you want to get some prints, you want to get some hats, you want to get some canvases, whatever your need is, Floyd Fabrication's got you covered. Ben Floyd down there in Florida is a real great guy, great friend of the podcast. He has taken care of us in every regard possible. If you guys want quality prints, you want quality shirts, you want quality hats, Floyd Fabrication's got you covered. Check him out on Instagram. Check him out on Facebook. That's Floyd Fabrication. Welcome back to another episode of the Bayou Dragons podcast. You have uh, Porter May here and uh, Mitch McCall. The usuals are missing Matthew, but, you know, he's pooching. And uh, we have a special guest today, Colton Breezy. How's it going, guys? He... uh, He's been. He asked us a while back to hop on because you kind of got into your own thing that we're going to get into. Uh, you started a podcast with some guys and seems to be going very well. And I was glad you were interested enough to uh, hop on ours and share just experiences, talk some shit, drink some beers, whiskey, whatever, some Sotol. Some Sotol, yeah. We're going to yeah. sip on a little Sotol. So we actually, that was kind of – not to try to piggyback off y'all's success, but that was kind of the, our driving factor. I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, man, I was like, you know, guilty by association, but I, I was like, I really like like Porter and the guys. Like, I like the podcast. Like, I like the Dragons podcast. You know, me and Jonathan were talking about that. He's like, man, he's like, I do too. He's like, that looks like it would be fun as hell. And I was like, you know, it does seem like it would be kind of fun. You know, it's kind of intimidating. Like when you try to like think about jumping into it, you know, you don't want to sound like a dumbass or anything. You know? Oh yeah, I probably sound like a motherfucker basically it's just an excuse for all of us to get together and drink and hang out that's that's what that's what me and him did man like we we literally we've sat there and you know we've just kind of kind of won it you know on episodes and we're just like man like this is this is really quite enjoyable you know and we've actually had some pretty solid conversation and learned a lot of shit about a lot of shit you know and i was like this is this is kind of a this kind of a neat little deal so we kind of we kind of tried to try to take some of some of y'all's success and run with it a little bit. We haven't been near near, near as successful as you y'all. You know, it's making me feel good that we did kind of. You looked well, at us and you're like, oh, let's. let's you know. And I, I I saw y'all doing it. And I was like, that's, and not in a like negative way at all. So that's that's hilarious that you know because I figured that everybody like doing the stuff that we're kind of doing now, like around the area. I'm like, well, that makes me feel good. Like cause so flattering, honestly. I never really. I never really fuck with podcasts. Like before y'all's podcast, I never really messed with it. Like I was there on the TikTok, you know, like I followed the TikTok and stuff and I was like, man, I was like, man they, they make us some cool shit, you know? And then the podcast came out. I was like, you know, I was like, I'm gonna get the podcast a try. And then like, I watched like the first few episodes and I was like, man, like, like I, I found myself, you know, waiting on that Monday morning, like Monday morning, like <laughs> I get to work, like, you know, I, I throw my phone up, you know, and, put the AirPods in. I'll be listening to the podcast, you know, I'm like watching it on YouTube and I'm like, man, I was like, this is, this is actually pretty, pretty entertaining. And I, I've actually branched out now. I've got like, I got like 10 or 12 of them oh, that yeah. are pretty, pretty high up on my Spotify that I listen to, you know, regularly. And I'm like, man, it's kind of like, it's like pop my podcast cherry, you know, I will, I have to give credit to Porter on the podcast because he was the one that came to us initially and was like, dude, let's, let's do a damn podcast. I didn't really listen to any at the time. There's one or two I'd listen to on occasion, but Porter, anytime we're driving to the lake or any road trips we're taking, Porter's always got a podcast on. So yeah. I was like, you're the man for the job, dude. Just, you know, we'll get what we need and run with it and see what happens. We, uh, well, it's like, like on the way to Montana, it's like, whoever's driving, you get the radio. You get the, you don't, nobody else says shit. 
So if I'm driving for 16 hours, I'm going to be listening to Joe Rogan, Theo Vaughn, Crystal Lee. Like, and I only listen to straight like comedy podcasts. Bro, Theo Vaughn is too much. Bro. Dude, I, I want to meet that guy so fucking bad. I want him to be on my podcast. Like that is the funniest, possibly the most ignorant person I've ever met in my life oh, or bro. seen in my life. He is great. But he that's, is fucking hilarious. That's where I was like, I was like, dude, I want to do that. And like, and if you've li- if you like you said, you've listened to a bunch of ours. I mean, you know, we do talk about hunting, which we're going to, we're going to talk about hunting. We're going to talk about fishing. We're going to do this. But also, we just, I like goofing off. It's fun, man. It, like, it to really me, is. just joking, talking shit, you know. I it, think the funnest part, like, of ours, like, we've had a couple buddies, you know, that guide buddies and different things and stuff like that. And I think the the funnest, the funnest aspect of the whole deal is, like, when you when you start telling stories, you know, like, okay, like, I tell a story about this on cable, then he tells a story about this, and then you tell a story about that. And, like, and then it just kind of snowballs, you know, like, everybody's stories kind of snowball together and they run together, you know, and, and then you're just sitting there and you're listening to these stories about, you know, uh, my buddy Keen Wilson, for instance, he came on one episode. And, man, he told us about, of course, I knew about it at the time, but, you know, a lot of people didn't. He got bit by an alligator walking to go park the Marshmaster, you know, running a duck hunt one day. And I'm like, man, like I'm like that shit is so, you know, <clears throat> interesting to me. Like when you think about all the stuff that happens to people, like behind, like because like, sometimes, like I'm like, man, like I know this shit's got to be happening to other people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like bad shit. You know, like shit just can't be happening to me. Like I know it's got to happen to other people. And to hear like the the bloopers, almost, you know, the the <clears throat> the the outtakes of like what goes on behind the scenes, like of everybody doing their stuff. You know, and it's oh, that's that's what that's my favorite thing about it. It's like, okay, well, this is what you saw. Our videos look cool. Right, this, yeah. This you know is the behind the really scenes, happened. yeah. You want to really know what happened? Because this shit was wild yeah. or it was fucking lame. It yeah. was funny, whatever. You don't want to know what it took to get that, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude. It's so, like, you duck hunt, so you know. And most of the, most of our, a lot of our viewers duck hunt. Like, it's like, man, like, they were just smashing them all the time. It's like, bro, you, you're good at videoing. Like, everybody that's, like, posting all this shit, like, do they're always smashing them. It's like, no, they're not. It's ducks that you don't know what the fuck they're going to do. You just, you get, you, if you're lucky enough to get some good shots, that's right. You just run with that. And that's where TikTok was fantastic Absolutely, for like the yeah. duck hunting, like great and not great. Cause TikTok, they'll ban you for holding a decoy. Fucking Nazis. Yeah. But you're, if you just have like two seconds of a duck cupped in flying in, you know, it's like that's perfect for TikTok. Yeah, Bam, looks great. Two seconds. Yeah, all yeah, we need is careful. seven two-second clips. Yeah, for our fifteen-second video. And usually in a five-hour hunt, we can maybe get a TikTok. That's right. Like, and that's like perfect. Cool. I literally just made one today that was fifty-seven seconds long, and it's from five different hunts, six different hunts. Mm-hmm. That dude. It, that's. Uh, have you ever done any northern hunting? Like, like how we did. This so year? no. No, I haven't done it in the northern states. I've done the same style of hunting in West Texas. Uh, same stuff, dry alfalfa field setups, you know, field ducks, some geese, not a lot. of, not a lot. But, I mean, we did hunt some Canadas. We set up on them one day and killed a few. Uh, but we were mostly hunting ducks, mallards, pintail widgeon. Yeah. Mexican ducks. That, um, excuse me. Oh, you're all good, man. But uh, uh, that's, that's the type of hunting where you can get all your uh, – Good footage for sure. Marsh hunting, and you even if you have a a banger of a day, it's like oh, we shot a six man limit. How much documentation will we get? None. Oh, thirty. Well, you're seconds. trudging through the damn mud. First off, you're trudging through the mud, toting your shit through all that stuff, and then 
you know, in comparison to dry field, you're in a dry field laying in a layout blind. It's pretty comfortable. It's a hell of a lot easier to get footage of birds anyway. You can get good pictures in the marsh a lot of the times, but the footage is, is a lot more difficult. So we actually, uh, the hunts that we went on uh, out west, <clears throat> we did that something similar to that, you know, set up. And we were hunting out of A-frames, dry field, alfalfa fields. Uh, and one point during the hunt, uh, Justin DeVere was with us, and he's like, I'm about to go lay in this. Uh, they don't really have, like, it's like when you think about their farming, okay, that's pretty much what they raise is alfalfa. So they don't irrigate it per se like what we do rice, but their yeah. fields have levees in them. So what they do is they check their levees, and they irrigate, you know, uh, they irrigate their crop just enough to melt the fertilizer, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's alfalfa, it's grass. That's how they do it up north, too. You know, so, like, they don't hold water like what a rice field does, but they, they have levees to check the water up to where they can, like, melt the fertilizer, and then they just let it all sheet flow off. You know, it just keeps running. You know, this cut's got water today. Well, tomorrow that cut will be dry. The next cut will have water, you know, and so on and so forth. Well, they have these – I don't understand how they've done it. I don't – it just doesn't seem like enough booming business for them to do it. But literally all of their irrigation – laterals basically are concrete they're concrete lined you know like so it's just a solid concrete ditch you know they they run for literally tens of miles i mean they go all the farm fields have these irrigation concrete irrigation ditches so justin's like i'm gonna go lay in that ditch and just video and it was just like that i mean man it was groups like 20 30 mallards at a time just giving up the cheese and he got some sick ass and that was like iphone eight days you know like the video was good but it wasn't you know Oh, dude. It wasn't this guy, you know, like, the, the it wasn't cinematic, you know what I mean? It was just, you know, decent 1080p, but he got some dope-ass videos of us crushing ducks. Yeah. Well, Hola was on that escapade, actually. No, was he? I'll have to ask him about it. Oh, yeah, he's probably talk, we've probably talked about it before. Not on the podcast, but. I can tell just, you, it was a live fucking action. 252 ducks in five days. We killed a little ducks every day. It was unreal. That's pretty damn good. There's a lot of y'all then. There was, yeah, there was. Seven of us for the first two days, and then there was eight of us the third day, nine of us the fourth day, and then seven of us again for was, the last day. Yeah, so that's a smash. It, we ripped them every day. It was and, it was unreal. And it's a, uh, and people don't understand that too. Like how I mean, five for five is good. Like, yeah, like I mean, to be honest with you, and five for five hunting the same ducks every day. Because yeah. you think about, it, I mean, like we were in the desert. Like when I say the desert, the desert. Like the Davis Mountain Range, which I, I believe, don't quote me on this, I I'm think it's the it. only native mountain range in the state of Texas. Like actually mountains. We'll quote him on that. Is yeah, in, we'll quote him on that. In, you heard it here, folks. Yeah, heard it here first. <laughs> TikTok will crucify me later. Some West Texas geologist or some shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, he'll be like, oh, oh fuck you're, you. You're wrong. You're they, wrong. they got doctors. They got yeah. professionals. <laughs> hey, man. Doctors. They got lawyers. <laughs> the lawyers are the best ones. The doctors oh, are good. They got them all, but, uh, like, the Davis Mountains are literally in the background. So, I mean, like, we're in the fucking desert. Like, there's not a, just an obscene amount of agriculture here. Yeah. And there's also not an obscene amount of water there. You know, you think about the desert, water's not something that's in, you know, very common supply. So, like, we're hunting these same ducks in these same fields every day. You know, they were just fortunate enough that there was enough birds, you know, that could contribute those quality of hunts, you know, five days in a row. I mean, we were fortunate we had a guy that was from the area, you know, it was my buddy's uncle that lived there, and he knew the farmers, and he scouted those ducks, and, you know, we, we showed up, you know, sitting on Sikkim. I mean, the playbook was already wrote. We just had to show up and, you know, put it into action. 
That's and nice. yeah, that was super nice. And so, you know, that, that eliminated a lot of, a lot of excess, you know, work on our end. So we were able to kind of focus more on the hunting aspect and less on everything else, you know? Yeah. But we had a, we had an outstanding time, man. That was fucking Western. That's what people, cause we went, so we hunted 10 days straight more up North. Eight of those 10, we shot either five to six man. Well, depending on, you know, we hunted like five, five, then six, 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 five, five, because our North Dakota buddy left. But um, eight out of the 10 days, we limited either all geese and then sometimes geese and ducks, which right. is, you know, ridiculous. Then one of those days, we shot 15 geese on a, it was five of us. So 15 were too shy. And then the, you had one day where it was just a shot four. Yeah, we. Yeah. That was the day that the feed set up right behind y'all. Uh, no, no. That the day we shot fifteen was when the feed gotcha. was behind us. The day there was four, it just hide wasn't good. They were on that field. I think we we're kind of running out of places to hunt too, and we we're hunting the same birds, like yeah. you're saying. That's what I was. That's what I was trying to get at. Was there was they're all I guess the same birds, but you had like a there's like and there were two zones. You had a north and south zone of birds, and they would sometimes correlate together like they'd come in like we're like oh shit those souths haven't been coming here but these are coming from here but usually it's like okay these are where the north field birds are going so we're literally going south north south north south north and it finally we're on the south side and it just four birds one morning and i was like this is we literally like after <coughs> we just figured out real quick like it's like 20 minutes in we're like oh this ain't gonna work we might as well pick up and go scout. This ain't it. Back scout, to the diner. Scout, scout, Dude, I used to get so – I was so mad. Like, the whole time, like, me and Colton were talking y'all's whole trip. And, yeah, you know, he'd be sending me Snapchats at 7 o'clock. I'm getting my ass raw dog by mosquitoes in the marsh. And y'all are <laughs> sitting in the fucking diner eating breakfast. Oh, yeah. And he's like, these damn geese don't get up, you know, before 8 o'clock. And I'm like, you lucky son of a Yeah, that first day, <laughs> I don't think we hunted till what, 8.30? Yeah. We didn't even set up our spread till late, and I was yeah. like, "What the hell, man? That's a lot different than hunting down here." You know, I had been in the marsh getting stroked since four a.m. Getting pounded by mosquitoes. Was, it was so nice. We went from teal season, which you know that is just velociraptors pecking at your ass the whole hunt. It was like I did a, like a week of teal hunting, and I was like, "Okay, I'm done with this. I'm just gonna wait till I literally head up north, where there's no humidity, there's no mosquitoes, there's." I'd be, I'd be willing to say that a warm morning, warm, humid morning in the marsh probably has the most, probably the worst mosquitoes in the country. I mean, I'm, I don't I'm, see how it can get any worse than a warm. In North warm, America, <laughs> in, America, probably. And in, in a warm a warm morning in the marsh and the mosquitoes are bad, dude, you're, it's, it's Well, it's like Brazil it's or rough, something. Man. Central I, I was literally just fixing to say, I would bank like we are the Congo or like the fucking... Amazon. Amazon rainforest, like, yeah. I and now even now, like, I mean, we had what three weeks ago? It was a negative two degree wind chill when I woke up to go hunting on that Friday morning before Christmas, and like the mosquitoes, there's no knockback. Like they're Bro, thriving. They're dude. they're out out here. And living I, my their question best life is this: right I'm gonna hold you on that port. What do they feed on? Out, I asked them every time we go out there. They they suck blood. What are they feeding on when the humans aren't out there for them to feed on? The ducks. So literally, I just my don't buddy, see how they can survive. My buddy sent me Snapchat game. today. They were hunting at his lease in Louisiana. The mosquitoes, like on the duck's feet and on the duck's head, 
it was un- you couldn't even see like you couldn't even physically see the duck's feet or the duck's head because of all the mosquitoes sucking the blood off. I'm like, what? In that the- pigs, raccoon. I guess any marsh animal. But and the, when people, if anyone says, uh, "I'll do," it's going to get cold. Mosquitoes are going to die. They're wrong. No, 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 no. They put on fucking Carhartts. They start smoking Cool K Cools, and they're going to fucking just lay dormant for a little bit, like. They're just like, I'm about to bust your ass. Like, I don't think if it's above freezing, like if it's below freezing, you don't have to worry about it. But I think if it's above freezing, I don't even think they go dormant anymore. It's just you hit and miss because some days, I mean, I can remember hunting a teal season morning. It was warm and they just weren't, I don't know what the deal was, but they weren't bad. But you go out, you know, 50 degrees and they're eating you alive. It's Sometimes just, they don't they're harass hungry, you. they're going to feed, man, and they feed with a vengeance. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes they don't harass you, and then sometimes that's all they do is harass you. But it's worth it if the hunt's good, but if you go out there and get fed on and don't shoot shit, I mean, that's just part of the experience. Dude, I'll be honest with you. I got absolutely defiled the other day, like disrespected, and I was was really questioning my life choices at that particular point in time. Yeah, so I'm out of the group. I am the least, like, dude, I hate going, like, not hate it. The, the people made me hate going public hunting. Other mm-hmm. people. Like, that's all we grew up doing. That is bread and butter. But, like, now the the jackasses what makes me mad about going out public hunting. But the other day I was like, oh, I'll go with you, Tanner. <laughs> and we were just literally sitting there. Just, I'm getting eaten alive. And I was like, I hate this so much. <laughs> I really wish, like, I wish we could go. I wish they'd move the, the time back to five. Like four is excessive. Like to it be in the marsh, what time it's going to be them. Them boys are going to be out there all. They're going to be there all night. That 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 is going to happen. But I have I have equipment for that now. They can be out there as much as they want to. They're not going to beat me into the hole. But I still like four o'clock is so excessive because like you get so jacked. Me and Spencer were talking about this the other day. Like we were so jacked up, dude. We ran in mobile the other day, and like we're all in. We're all fucking gassed up. Like you know, we just. Beat everybody in here. We got the hole and everything. It's four oh five. Okay, this is five minutes after we entered the refuge. We're like, like we're on this high, you know. We're like, yeah, we got a couple it. hours. We beat everybody. Like, yeah, like kiss our, you know. And then we're sitting there and we're just like, dude, three so hours later, fucking stupid. Like it's cold. You know, we're all fucking froze. You know, and I'm like, this is so dumb that we're about to sit here for literally two and a half fucking hours before until, you can shoot if be, they even fly at that before time. you can even shoot before we even worry about loading our shotguns we're going to be in this boat in the dark us for two and a half hours i do enjoy the experience a lot of the time though well, out there with your buddies it's fun man no it is fun for sure it's and i'm always in a better mood after the fact of getting in i just hate the whole it's at four o'clock Everybody's just racing, trying to kill each other. And I, we've talked about it multiple times. I'm not going to go into it because that gets brought up on here a lot. Just, it, I wish there was like, honestly, and this is me personally, I wish there would be a game warden at the beginning, there at four fucking o'clock, and whoever, like, in line, you go. Give them 30 seconds head start. 30 seconds, give them three minutes. Yeah. Like you said, it's fucking two and a half hours before you even have to worry about it. Right. If it takes you two and a half hours to get to your spot and throw fucking uh, three dozen decoys, three dozen decoys out, then you should probably not be doing it. Like, I don't know a single place in any of these marshes where it takes longer than 20, I'm going to give it 20 minutes, like, to get to. You know what I mean? Like, from 
where you can go in to finish. There's not one. There's not one. I mean, even if your boat goes five miles an hour, it doesn't take. Doesn't take that long. No. So, but I wish there'd be somebody to regulate it. You go. You're first. Second. You go. All right. Third. But it's not. That'll never happen. And it it does happen in like they'll. They'll come out, like, I guess if they get, like, reports of people going in early, I've heard of them, like, posting up. Every know. now and again, they will. Every like, now and again, but it's not very uh, – no, it doesn't happen very, very often. not very often. No. And, I mean, like, that's a – those game wardens have a lot. There's not that many game wardens for how much land down here you have to manage. No. Especially if you're, if you're just public by itself. But then you have all the private shit, too. Well, I think the thing that kind of gets them, too, like – I don't want to say they get lazy. It's not lazy, but they get relaxed because, like, you know, Middleton's mud, you know, some cardiac. Like, there's one boat ramp. There's one access in and out. Like, you know, why would I go – why do I go run in there to catch you when I can sit right here at the boat ramp and check everybody? You know what I mean? I've had them. I mean, you get them and they're hit and miss, but they'll roll up to your duck bond. We were talking about it earlier, which I think is kind of bullshit – like yeah. wait till the hunt's over. Don't come. Wait till the hunt's pulling over. Pulling up on like, someone in the middle of their hunt, or go before. Right. Like, cause they're, well, they're going to check. They're going to check life jackets. They're going to check to see if you have fire extinguishers. They're yep. going to sit. They're going to whistle. If, depends. They're be like whistle. Yeah. Uh, plug in your gun. You know, whatever. Do that before or after. Don't in the middle of the fucking hunt yeah. at like eight thirty in the morning. That was like it was like eight thirty when I was telling you that day we saw that game board and I was like. We're and I'm talking. We are completely legal. I'm not even saying that just because it's on here. It's like, it's like we don't even have our limit of ducks. Everybody's plugs are in. We have the right amount of everything. Like our tags are even fucking at the right date, and they're usually not. We hauled ass because I'm like I don't trust yeah. the like, like. Well, did you shave? You know, yeah. it'd be something <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> so we had we had one instance. Me and Rhett Williamson, we had an instance in Mobile. Porter's one of Porter's really good buddies. We had, he, he hates me. I don't know why. I don't know either. <laughs> we, please uh, continue. We had we had an instance where we were in Mobile, and the game warden was sitting at the Y. And this is this is six or seven years ago. The game warden was sitting at the Y, and he had his flashlight. He was just was flagging everybody down. Just boom, 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 no. I don't know why he was using his flashlight. It was daytime. It was like fucking nine o'clock. But he had his mag light out and he was just waving everybody over in the ditch, you know? So I told Red, I said, Hey, I said, you know, all of our ducks were strapped up. We were perfectly legal. Everything was good. You know, we set all of our ducks up aside. You know, we had them on two different straps. I had, we had all of our bags open, shotguns unloaded, ready for him to check, had our licenses and everything in hand, you know? And he walked up, and this guy, I'm not going to say his name, but he is notorious for f- like, cranial consensual fucking people in the refuge like bad like he's writing tickets i know who he is i will not say his name either and and he looks like he's fresh off of the osama bin laden raid in the marsh oh, he's fresh from the zero dark 30 like seal team six like oh. a whole nine. Oh, we have a good st- finished your story so like <laughs> you hear nothing but horror stories about this cat the only time i've ever had a dealings with him in the marsh that was me and Ritz. we had everything you know, true blue by the book. He walked up and he had like 10 boats stacked up in front of us and he was writing tickets. I mean, that ink was flying out of that pen. Yeah, he had a quill. Just, I mean, like, he had to have a fire extinguisher to put out his ticket book. That's how hot it was. He got up to us and we had everything laid out. Everything was perfect. Handed him our stuff, handed him our licenses. 
He looked at our, he took our licenses. He looked at them. He didn't even check our guns for plugs. He didn't even check our ducks. He looked down. He said, thank y'all for doing that. Y'all have a great day. And I told Red, I said, get your shit. Get the fuck in the boat. We're about yep. to burn out. <laughs> we that, got to go. We ain't got to go home, but we got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, we're I, going to Wallflower. I feel like a lot we of the times, rolling. I feel like even if you think you have everything legal, I feel like they can always find, they can some, find something. They can find something to cite you for. It, I mean, it doesn't matter what. It could be the, the littlest thing, but they'll find it if they, Dude, they, if they want to. It. The same guy he's talking about, Mitch, do you remember when we ran into him? Oh, I remember. And in the middle, so we took his brother, who I don't, that was probably the, First and last time he's ever duck hunted. And his cousin, who also could be the first and last time he ever duck hunted, we uh, launched at the Intercoastal, and we brought him all the way to the Devil's Elbow, and we walked to Cardiac. Oof. We walked into Cardiac. We hunted. <clears throat> it was a terrible morning. We shot five birds and a Ross goose. No, a blue goose. And uh, we're like, but a storm rolled in. And I'm talking a gnat, like, it started popping, lightning striking the water. Like, we're, and you know how that walk is. So, we're just hauling ass back. For, I think you need to elaborate for the people who don't know how that walk is. It's, like, 1,600 yards of pure fucking misery. I've vomited after the walk before. Yeah, Mitchell is, I've, I've seen Mitchell actually regurgitate twice. It's, most of the time, it's about thigh deep, marsh grass, it's mud up to your shins. It's agonizing, especially with all your gear, your like your guns, your decoys, your everything. It's a pain in the ass. Well, we did that, got back in the boat, and we're hauling ass back to uh, um, back to the boat ramp because it's, it's dangerous to be out there. Yeah. Dangerous. Like that was one of those deals where like lightning, you see it literally skipping Skip across. It across the ground. Yeah, skipping, and I'm like. We're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We're like not even 300 yards away from uh, like where you turn into Oyster Bayou. And the same cat pulls up like, you know, in the middle of the intercoastal, middle He's of the intercoastal, waving us over to the side of the intercoastal to and, pull over. And so we're like, fuck. So we do. We pull over and like, but the waves like, and he, he gets close enough and he grabs the boat. And it's like, hold this. So, like, one of us is holding our boat to his boat, and we just drift in the middle and start drifting back. Like, we drifted back past Oyster Bayou, and he's just checking everything. I'm talking, it is pouring fucking rain. It's and like dumping rain. Ty and Luke have never been even duck hunting before, so they're just like, what is happening? <laughs> and this dude's like, checking plugs. He's like, let me see your birds. You don't have any more hidden under there. He's checking that. He's like... What about life jackets? It's like, we ended up being spot clean. And he's like, all right, y'all can go. I'm like, this is so dangerous. Get us out of here. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that guy's he's serious, man. But like you're saying, he was, I'm talking bulletproof vest. Dude, full battle rattle. Like, Bro. homeboy looks like he just got off a of Black Hawk, like on a roof in Mogadishu. And, I mean, he is like tactical they, Larry to the max. And I don't, I don't want to speak for them, and I don't know, you know, if they're required to wear that, because they are federal, but do you think they wear it just to do it, or you think they're required to wear it, or what do you think? Because um, they're full blown, like they're bulletproof vests. They got the Glock mounted. I mean, they on the always chest. got like 
even the state boys all wear their vests, you know. But yeah, like but they're this, not like bulletproof no, vests. Like, I mean, he has a helmet. The dude's got a fucking helmet. Oh, bro, like, what? Like, what, what is, he definitely takes the job serious. Super serious. <laughs> you know it, and great at you know. I guess you can say it. He's great at his job, but and like for instance, like that is like, dude, this is not safe for any one of us. Like especially like. You're in a lot bigger boat. You have that fucking T-top right. thing. I'm like, we're literally You're just, a lightning rod. Bro, we're a lightning rod out aluminum, here. Aluminum. Aluminum in the middle of the water. And I'm holding the your boat. Yeah. I'm like, we're just... If we die because of you, I'm going to be pissed, especially because we had a shit hunt. So, you have been guiding for a few years now. Actually, probably as long as I've known who you I are. I think David. this is... My eighth year full-time. I say full-time. I got a real job. But, you know, this is my eighth year guiding, I guess you could say. I I helped for a couple of years, you know, just like Auden ends. Like, oh, hey, you need to take a group or, you know, fill in here or come help me here. But this is, my, I think, my eighth actual, like, real deal kind of guiding season. Hell, yeah. It's been a ride, man. It's been a lot of fun. I've had a – I've met some cool-ass people. That's one thing I can honestly say. You know, it's it's stressful at times. You know, it's it it, it does kind of become work. But I've met some super super cool people. Like it just in the hunting and outdoor industry, not necessarily guiding them, but because of guiding, been able to you know be facilitated and meet these people. That man, it's I've I've met you know so many badass people that it's just been it's been cool. Like for nothing other than networking. You know, it's been legit, but I've enjoyed it, man. It's a lot of fun. It really is. How did you get the opportunity to start guiding? Because, you know, there's a there's a lot of people around here that would like to do it, and they just, I guess you got to know somebody. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, how does it work, much. man? That was pretty much how it happened. I, uh, You know, me and uh, Devin Cryer have been best friends since we were literal infants. I mean, toddlers, you know. And uh, he was guiding for Brian Fisher at the Drake Plantation at the time, and that was kind of how I got hooked up with it, you know. I I was fortunate as a kid. My dad was a civil engineer for USDA, and uh, he did a bunch of Ducks Unlimited projects here in the early 2000s. And man, we got to hunt. I got to hunt some of the some of the best as far as like my era of Chambers County and Jefferson County. Like there was seldomly a time we ever went duck hunting we didn't kill our limited ducks, you know. And so that kind of spoils you. And then I, I hunted public a lot when I was a young man in high school. You know, we hunted pace track all the time. And that was kind of how I really cut my teeth, you know, as a hunter myself, not being necessarily under somebody's wing. And I started helping Brian, uh, you know, brushing blinds and putting out decoys and stuff like that, you know. And then he'd call me and be like, hey, can you hunt, you know, come hunt with me tomorrow, come help me. I go park the bike and, you know, just knick-knack shit like that. Get your oh, foot yeah. in, get your foot in the door. And then, you know, he's like hunting with me and, you know, me and him calling and stuff like that. And, you know, him letting me have some shot calling opportunities just to kind of get me filled out and see if I can handle it and stuff. You know, that was kind of how I got my start, you know, it was just from going like that and, and, and being around those guys and helping them out. And I learned a lot, man. I've learned I've learned so much from Brian and, and from, from a lot of the guys that I've guided with, you know, as far as hunting-wise and everything, it's been – it's been a it's been a, a blessing to me, you know, for all the years that I've got to do it. It's been a, it's been interesting for sure. But that was kind of how I got my start. That's pretty much how anybody's going to get their start, you know, as a, especially a young guy or or you know somebody who wants to 
wants to get involved is that's the best thing I can tell you is just find an outfitter that you know that 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 you're close to or or will take you you know and teach you take you under their wing so to speak and you know go out there and work and put the time in the sweat equity get your get your uh get your credentials built up and work and and learn and take advantage of any opportunity that you can to kind of branch out yeah and like I had the opportunity to do that like I started like exact exactly the same way you're saying from parking the buggy to learning how to throw out decoys and doing that shit I had also but I didn't have the right mindset like I didn't want to take because it was fun for me so that's I'd be lying if I said that's not a problem that I've ran into probably the last two or three seasons our seasons have been pretty shit, you know. I would the say whole. the past couple seasons have been pretty. Uh, this season, and I've only hunted down here a couple times, but the last couple of years have been dog shit, man. This for season's been in, actually in outstanding. For, now, but my guided hunts have been, been pretty better. lackluster. From what I've been seeing, a bunch of people <clears throat> killing a bunch of birds. Yeah, for here. sure. But so that that kind of really separates, you know, the chaff from the cud. Because, like, it, it's hard when you know you wake up every day, you know you're guiding customers – the best thing you could do is be honest with people. You know, hey, guys, this the hunt's been shit. It could turn around at any time because it's duck hunting, and it can. Yeah. You know, all it takes is 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 one sunny south wind day, you know, and you haven't had any ducks, and now all of a sudden you've got ducks again or, or a good hard northern, you know, the day before, and you've got ducks. And it's just – it's it's so – there's so many variables that go into duck hunting that every day is literally a new day. You know, it, it could be shit for two weeks. And then for some reason on a Thursday, bam! Then you know you you smash I on mean, a day just, on a day that's not supposed to yeah, be good. Like, I mean, and that's or and I think people that don't actually waterfowl hunt like, and I'm saying like consistently do it, go out on their own, do it. Like people that just go out, and not everyone. I don't want to speak for everyone, but that like they take a guy they expect a limited ducks for sure or geese or whatever you're doing, and it's like. Bro, it's just not happening. So like these things have a mind of their own. The best thing, like, the best way that it was described to me or, you know, brought up in conversation was there's there's variables that you can control and there's variables that you cannot. So I can give you a good, safe ride to the blind. I can give you a clean duck blind. I can give you a nice lodge. I can give you nice meals if you so choose. I can give you good decoys. I can give you good dog work. Like, those are all things that I can control, but I can't control a wild bird. You know, and, and, and that's the best. I think the biggest deal is 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 being up front, you know, like with your customers. I mean, guys, this is what we've been doing, you know. And I'll use me myself as this season, for instance. I mean, my guided hunts have been rather lackluster. I've had some good ones, not – I'm not going to say it's been an, an overwhelming success. My my regular, like, my fun duck hunts, like, in the public marshal stuff have been out fucking standing. But my guided hunts have been pretty mediocre, to say the least, you know. And I tell people, I say, guys, I mean, the hunting's just really not been that great. If y'all want to you know, reschedule it or cancel or whatever, you know, like, that's up to y'all. And they're like, no, nah, fuck it, we're coming. I mean, and that's respectable for you to, you know, I mean, that's, I feel that. like if it was me, if I was in their shoes, that's what I would want. I'd want right. upfront honesty, like, hey, don't sugarcoat it, don't bullshit it. 
you know, if we're planning on coming and it, the hunting, it is what it is hunting. It's not shooting. And know? a lot of the people that do book these hunts, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them probably don't have the means to go out and hunt publicly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's and a treat regardless if they limit or, you know, just get a handful. That's of one thing that kills me, dude. Like I see so much banner. Like I love, don't get me wrong. I love social media. And for somebody who guys, that's your best friend. If you don't take advantage of free advertisements, you're an idiot. Yeah. I'm just, like an idiot. But. Like, you see so much banner in the hunting community as a whole. Like, everybody's always got a one-up. You know, it's always one and up in somebody else. Yeah. And, like, you know, people talk, oh, you went on a guided deer hunt and you shot that deer. That doesn't count. Or, oh, that deer was in a high fence. Or, oh, you went on a guided duck hunt. Go do this on public. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, And we get that shit all the time. But oh God. we all have we come to the conclusion that we just – we don't give a shit what other people say or think because if you do, then you can't truly really express yourself on in any way you want to if you're always worried about what other people are going to say. Fuck them, man. I don't give a shit what, it, like, what these people are going to say. I'll do what the hell I want to do. If you do it legally and you do it ethically and you enjoy it, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the whole point of it. Like, If that's not the point of it, what are you doing it for? You know yeah. what I mean? It don't, like you said, guided or not, you're spending the money. You want to do it. You're going to hey, have fun. If regardless, Joe Blow may want to bring his son and his daughter or, or his young dog or something, and he doesn't want to go to the public market. You know, he doesn't want that. He wants to do it in a controlled environment, not dealing with the asshats in a boat race at 4 a.m. or, or you know, me. Porter. You Porter, me. Porter. I will hunt private. Porter is Joe Blow. Time. You know, and like, it's just so, there's so many things that it just kills me when I see people that that try to bring somebody, oh, you went on a guided hunt, you fucking suck. You know, like, hey, they very well may suck, dude. They very well may, but guess what? They enjoyed it. And I'll be honest with you, guess what? I go do the public shit all the time. I got a fucking $30,000 duck boat. I got $3,000 worth of duck decoys. I got $15,000 worth of dogs. I've got, that's a fucking house. I mean, that's just goddamn, you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like some people may not have that, may not, may not be able to, you know, afford that luxury of having all that equipment and shit. Now, granted, I mean, I've accrued it over years. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. But it's the same point. Why would you pay? I mean, fuck, I pay a $375 boat note, you know? Yeah, or I, you pay three, $300 and go hunt. Or you pay hunt. 250 bucks and go hunt. Like, yeah. well, hey, instead of having a boat note for three months out of the hunt season, that's four guided duck hunts, and you what's, know? And what's hilarious, and especially duck hunting, and it's like, and I'm saying this for more duck hunting, I have just as much in the public marsh luck as you would in a private field. For sure. Like, and I have, there's been multiple times where I've like seen y'all's or Spencer's or somebody like not post a thing. I post something on there, but then like the next day it's like. It's we, the roles reverse. The, yeah. Exactly. That's like, exactly right. Deer a little bit more controlled, but also you could have a, like for instance, this year we're in Fredericksburg. We had, there was deer going to these cameras every day, every day, every day. We get up there for four days. Nope, 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 nope. And then we leave, they come back. Deer, they deer, come deer, back. Deer, yeah. It's like, bro, it don't matter if you're high fence, low fence. If the deer don't want to go there, the ducks don't want to, like, nothing is controlled. Nothing that you can do with an animal is It's controlled. a breathing, living organism. You that cannot control the them. To do. Exactly. You know, and that's, I guess that's the biggest deal is... Coming from the like the outfitted standpoint, you know, it makes more sense to me because I deal with it on a day to day basis with people all the time. And some people don't, you know, public guys that, that hunt all the time. Then man, if you go kill them on public, that's awesome. You know what I mean? But 
But just because you go to the mall, I'll be honest with you, dude. I feel like our marsh is the biggest handicap in the world. And uh, people may crucify me for saying this. If you can't shoot ducks in our public marsh complex from Anahuac to Sabine Pass, you're a fucking invalid. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say all the time because nobody's yeah. going to kill them all when, the time. When it's good. When it's but, good. But more times than not, you're going to have – you can stand up in the decoys and do fucking jumping jacks. And guess what? The gray ducks still come in. Like, go go to a rice field. Go you you go sit in a fucking reservoir. Go sit in a rice field. Go sit in a fallow field and try to do the same shit that you can do in the public marsh and watch how retarded you're about to be. You know what I mean? Like, just – it's not the same element. That's what people don't realize. Like, just because you go in the public marsh and you kill ducks doesn't make you fucking Ramsey Russell. You know yeah. what I mean? Ramsey, I, I don't Ramsey like, Russell is a badass, by the way. Ramsey, yeah, Russell, Ramsey Russell gets ducks. Is fucking sick. I actually like, uh, that guy is my hero. Just got one of his recipes, it, uh, and I've watched a bunch of his videos. But w- what a guy that is! Though, that man. dude is he, he is the melts. real fucking dude. How did that duck though taste before this? It was quite delicious. Uh, do you think lie. Ramsey would lick his chops? Ramsey like that? would probably <laughs> he would probably go back for seconds. Yeah. Red Bull energy drinks. You see the commercials? They say they give you wings. For us. They help us when we're in the marsh, when the deer blind. We're trying to complete orders of the shop. Start my morning out with a Red Bull. Finish my evenings out with a Red Bull. They have a lot of B12. Yep, I'm growing wings. Yeah, sure. that was, it was bad. It was, it was pretty solid. But you know, like that's when does it when does it become why does it become a competition? You know what I mean? Like why does it because just like that, it's like, with like everything I see it all nowadays, the time, man. dude. I see it all the time. Like I'm sitting there scrolling through Facebook and I know it damn good and well I didn't shoot a fucking thing. I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I said, like, Oh man, look, those guys had a good hunt, those guys had a good hunt, those guys had like why does it have You're to be You're not about to get on there and talk shit yeah, because they killed They birds. killed ducks and I didn't. Like just because you killed ducks today and I didn't and I killed ducks tomorrow and you didn't doesn't make me any better than you or you it's, any better all, than me. But it's any Outdoor, any outdoor, yeah, it's always fishing. It's a big dick shaking contest, and I'm like, why? You know, why are you having a tiny one? I have a tiny one. I'm not about to (laughs) shake it against you. This shit's fucking. (laughs) But the I know it's subpar. Like, but they uh, like people do that with like bass fishing, and it's like, like the the way like for bass fishing is like I fish Toledo a lot, and everybody's like, why would you fish there? They there ain't no guy. It's like fish Rayburn. It's like, well, I fish both of them. It's, I catch fish on both, or I don't. It's fun. I like it. Oh well, we. Uh, it's like I don't. Oh god, everything's a competition now. The yeah, only thing I that mean, may be worse than bat, than duck hunting is bass fishing, <laughs> as far as the dick measuring contest. Oh, yeah. bro, it is terrible. Yeah, it's all the the people that, and it's usually the people that like. Because, dude, I don't have a lot invested in it. It's my favorite thing to do is bass fish. I got a six thousand dollar boat, which is. R- very cheap for a bass boat. For sure. Got a damn good deal on it, though. It's a very nice boat, too. Yeah, it is. I, I got a damn good deal. I Thank you, Joe. If you do, li- I know Caitlin will listen to this, so Caitlin, His tell wife your, will. Yeah, his wife will listen. Hey, tell your husband I said thank you. Uh, but, like, it's the people that come out with a $100,000 boat. They're throwing all blues and Dawa and all this, which I like all that, but I can't afford it. It's like I got two or three of them. The rest of my shit's H2O Express. Hey, still running with the with the metals, bro. Dude, they work. They're 50 bucks. It, yeah. Very when they good break, combos. you throw the bitch in the trash. Or bring them back to Academy. Or bring them back and get a new one. Get a new yeah. one. Yeah. I'll try. I've done but before. That is like, you walk into a weigh-in. That's I don't. That's what I've just never been one. I do everything. Everything I do is for fun. So I didn't want a guide because... I don't have the heart to do it to deal with other people. That's legitimate, though. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like that's a, that's but a legitimate thing. It's also like 
fishing tournaments. I don't want to fish tournaments because that's... It takes the fun out of it. It becomes work. It's not work. It's supposed to be fucking fun. If you're not having fun, why are you doing it? Yep. And I just want... That's why we even started this brand, the Bayou Dragons. It's like, we do this shit. Let's make a brand to it and let's just have fun with it. Yeah. Like, whatever... Like, I haven't made a dime from this, but it, it'll help with my hunting and fishing shit. And we've made some... Like you said, networking's the big thing. Networking's the We've biggest made thing, dude. It's so good cool. Friends. Unreal, well, I would man. say that's Like, I can't a, wait till uh, you get us on this private hunt after doing this podcast. Yeah, and that's like the this. one thing I was going to bring up. Uh, <laughs> I spoke with Porter about it before the, uh, the episode, man. Uh, when are you going to bring us hunting, man? Let's yeah. go Friday. What's up? Friday morning? Friday morning. Y'all down, down for a boat race? Dude, I will. I'll boat race. I'll just uh, either, you're going to have to put me on a tube behind your boat, or I'm going to just ride in your boat because I, uh, Got rid of all my, I just use his stuff. Hey, okay, we just, we, I got plenty of room. We'll go. Perfect. Load up and roll. I'm down. Right. I'm down like four flats. <laughs> cool. Because I go to work that night. I have plenty of time to get back and take a nap. I was, I'm going stag as of right now. So, hell yeah. What are you running out there in the marsh, Colton? So, I got, uh, I just built a new boat. I say I just built, I didn't build a fucking thing. You welded I could, it, you had, down, it, it had it built. <laughs> No, I didn't even put the turf in it. I let them do it. Charged me $1,500 for $175 worth of hydro turf. But guess what? I didn't have to touch it. So, hey. Yeah. <clears throat> it is what it is. But I uh, I had a, a brand new gator tail rig built, man. In February, I ordered it. Uh, had a – me and my wife talked about it. And we use our boat a lot during summertime. You know, Taylor's Bayou Cruising, Bayou, right. you know, Sandbar Sundays. And, you know, we go have fun and catfish and fish and, you know, go put the jugs out and just have a good old time. A lot of the same shit y'all do. And Yeah. So I was like, I was, me and her were talking about it. I was like, man, I really want to get another boat to go back in the public marsh. Because I haven't had one that was refuge legal for since 17. Because I've been guiding. We've had a private marsh that I got it on from 17 up until this past season. So I didn't have a need for a 25. I was running a 37 or a 40. I mean, I was hunting there every day. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, I want to get another I want to get another refuge boat. So I called Gator Tail, man. <clears throat> Me and her talked about it. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm not going to I'm not going to skimp on this. Like if I'm going to have one boat, and this is my one boat, you know, I'm 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 going out. And like I'm, you said, you'll utilize it for everything. Yeah, exactly. For duck hunting, catfishing. I want this thing set up to go cruise. I want it to fish. I want it to hunt. I want it to do everything. I want it to be my one boat that does it all. So I built a uh, a 1748 extreme badass hole, man. Um, I put some catwalks in it. I got a rear deck gun box and turfed it and got the light bars and uh, running lights and all that good shit. And I'm hopping in his boat. I hope to yeah. do that one day. I hope to be able to build a boat. Man, it's exactly it, I'm gonna how be honest I like with it. You, it yeah, I, I was kind of skeptical about it because I was like, man. It's a lot of money for it. You think about it, it's a fucking John boat. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, no matter how badass it is, it's still a John boat. Yeah, you can't sleep on it. You I can't. Mean, I mean, I say that. I have yeah. done it in the boat yeah, bars yeah, when you're yeah, there at 4 a.m. Yeah. You got to sleep for two I've slept hours. in a Lumacraft, but... <laughs> but you know you can do. I mean, there's a lot of. I could have went and bought a four, you know, four or five thousand dollars setup that does everything this boat does. But I built the boat exactly how I wanted it. I didn't cut any corners. You know, I put every feature I thought I would want in it. I got a winch plate, you know, built-in winch plate on it, and the mm-hmm. whole nine yards. And had it painted and turfed. I mean, it's a slick looking setup. It really is. It's a nice boat. It's a. It's it's a. It's a boat you could be proud of. You know, it's a very recognizable you know there's what not does she run going. man top end uh 
Well, it is a 25 big block, but uh, <laughs> she runs pretty good. Hell yeah. For, uh, for uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Discretion's sake. Uh, she's, yeah. a, she's a little runner. Yeah, good. Mitchell's you know, she's, is not. <laughs> yeah, she's so, a boat is a... Uh, so, like you're the same. Ahead. You're the same age as us. You've you've seen uh, mm-hmm. you've seen SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Do you know the episode where there's the the chocolate? Yeah. Uh, the the old grandma that gets put yeah. chocolate. That's his boat. Yeah. Like literally that as in a that is Mitchell's boat. Chocolate. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what, man. She is a reliable little rig, man, and uh, couldn't ask for nothing more out of her. She's brought me on many. Many memorable hunts. Hey, there's something to be said about the dependability factor. Dependability okay. is key. You got that faith. You got that confidence in her. She, you I know definitely she's have that confidence in her. She's been a reliable rig for several years now, but I hope to be upgrading to a gator tail here, hopefully by next season. Man, I've uh, I ran a go devil. I had a go devil long tail first, and then I had a go devil surface drive, and then I sold my go devil surface drive. I bought a gator tail. And I ran that for two years. And then I bought my 37. I ran that for four years. Gator tail also? Also gator tail. I would. And then I bought a 40, and I ran that boat for a year. And then that was the one that I just sold this past duck season, at the end of this past duck season, to build the boat that I got now. And I'm back to the 25 big block uh, so I could run the refuges and stuff. And Man, I've 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 ran them all. Uh, I've ran Pro Drive. I've run Mud Buddy. I've run Go Devil. I've run Gator Tail, and they've all got their places. You know, they've all got their pros. They've all got their cons. I've been the most pleased with the Gator Tail just from the the usability. You know, like the the sort I'm looking for here. Use they're user friendly. You user know, friendly. It's, yeah, it's not like Go Devils are good, man. They they'll 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 take you to the hilt, man. But and they're going to run all the time. And they'll even run fucked up. But yeah. they... The, the ours, like ours, for the last three years we've run. <laughs> yeah. They, run fucked up. Man, they work the dog shit out of you, to be honest. But uh, you know why I like Gator Telling? This is like... I, I'm not going to buy one, but I'll wait for Mitchell and Tanner to buy one. I like that they have reverse. It is nice. Hey, everybody should have reverse. Instant reverse. If you're watching this, any other company that's not Gator Tell... Get reverse on your motors. I know you're not, but get it. Go Devil's got it now, even Pro on drives, their 25s. Yeah, uh, yeah full drives, power. Pro drives, got, Pro drives got the full power reverse. Their reverse is badass, but you know it doesn't have the it doesn't have the 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 like pulling up to a dock. I mean, like you can't just bump it in reverse like you can on the Gator Tail or right. Mud Buddy or the Go Devil. Now they just came out with. I didn't like know Go Devil had come out with that feature. I think like two years ago. Okay, I think so they I retract everything I said. Sorry, I'm a jackass. But, but hold on, no, no, no. <laughs> so this is another thing though that Go Devil does not do. Like on their 25 motors, they do it on their bigger motors, but they don't have electric trim. They have electric trim on the like 35s, 37s, 40s. Fucking uh, little, that little ball, ball I got man, a, and it's seized right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's in its sweet spot though. Yeah, but it, you can't right, turn in that motherfucker. Unless you Man, put some grease something to be said on. about just bumping them. And I don't get me wrong. Everybody's going to say, that's just one more thing to fuck up. And you're right. It is. Guess what? It Mine is. has fucked up. But yeah. on the 99.9% of the time that it doesn't fuck up, it's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so, it makes everything so much nicer. And, you know, just being able to pull up and bump it in reverse when you're pulling up to a dock or pulling up to the bank, you know. A trailer in it. I mean, it's man. It makes it so nice. They're, they are. They're expensive. They're a lot of money. That's what I tell people all the time. Yeah, and a lot of the outboard guys. Ah, fuck! I buy an outboard. Da, 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 da. And hey, man, you can. Outboards are great. 
We hunted up for years. Yeah, I that's all I'd ever ran until I got that little bullshit ass sixteen horse long tail that I had for the first time. Ugh. But uh I mean I ran a little fucking a nineteen seventy six model Monarch fourteen thirty six boat and a nineteen seventy seven model Johnson twenty five. And I also oh no, excuse me, an Evanry twenty five. I had the same year model Johnson, which is the same motor. Uh as a park motor. Thank God I did, too, because I broke my fucking pull rope one day, and I went and robbed it off the Johnson and put it on the Evan Rudder. We've been uh, there. We have been But there. I, I ran that boat for forever. I bought that thing from a fucking $1,000 from a guy that lived down the road from the bait camp. And I thought that was the coolest shit in the whole world. I was like, man, right. I got a fucking, I got a John boat now. Like, we, I can't be stopped. Oh, dude, our first, like, duck hunting boat that we had, like, full permission was <laughs> I had a 14-foot, 36, uh, Alumacraft, which was... At the time, like a 2000. And then, but I, we were running a 20 Mariner, like a 1980. Like, I can't remember what. It was early 1980s Old Mariner. Mariner. Old, old full start Mariner. Mariner that my great grandfather actually had won. He had bought a uh, push mower at uh, like Napa and Winnie <laughs> back then. And there was a raffle for a motor. I'll be damned. And he won that fucking, and he didn't use it. You want to talk about a big day, man? Come out with a with a brand new snapper chopper hey, and a Mariner. Some of the best memories I have of duck hunting was Dude, in that we ran rig that for too. years and it's like we'd run four deep rolling about six miles per hour but back then you're not <laughs> racing so it's like we're just looking like a damn blessing marine fucking tug just <laughs> <laughs> you getting out to the levee at 10 o'clock the night before anyway so it didn't make a fuck how fast yeah, you ran 10 you o'clock nine o'clock eight o'clock setting up camp yeah propane grills and that was the fun. That was fun, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm way too fucking over that shit now. But I do think about back. I think back at some of that stuff, and man, that, it really was stupid. Like what you do to just shoot a fucking right. duck in the marsh. But it really was enjoyable. You know, right. yeah, it, was, it, it was a lot of fun. So yeah. We talked about it all week. You know, at school, we start talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, it Monday. Right. Start getting our game who's plan going, together. Who's going where? Where and are we going? Friday, and as soon as we got done with football, central unit time. Central unit. Hey, actually, if anyone's listening to this. We still hunt it. Y'all should go hunt Central Unit. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I agree. They you just do? they just mopped out the ditch to get to the levee. <laughs> so it's a clean, easy drive. You can get in there in a bay boat. Yep. There's not – You just need a winch. You don't even need a winch now. You can ditch straight to the levee and go straight in there, man. It's it's. Oh, you don't have to jump the levee anymore? No, fuck no. It's, there's there's oh, no perfect. ditch. There's no so, ditch. West End, y'all heard it here. Go hunt it. You heard it here first. You heard it here it's first. full of gray ducks. Oof. Hybrids, Gadwall hybrids, Gadwall mallard hybrids, Brewers ducks galore. Everybody go there. Mm. Don't go look. Go straight past Mud Bow and just keep going straight till y'all hit Central, <laughs> and you'll be there and you'll be on them. They'll be on the right. You'll be yeah. the <laughs> you'll be the envy of everybody. Yeah, go to Pond Four and hunt the point. Dude, that many dude, good hunts on that point. Dude, we had so many good hunts out there. Dude, I could never get to Pond Four because fucking Justin Morgan. <laughs> if you listen to this, Justin, you and Sean fuckers. We had an time. encounter with them one morning. But could, like, I could never that, make it there, yeah. But we beat them a few times because they were still hunting it a little bit when we started hunting out there. So, like, it would be, like, four people on the boat or, like, four people, like, at the levee. It would be us. It would be, like, Justin Morgan and them. It would be a, a, a Gallier, like, Tanner Gallier and his yeah, group. And Josh. And then it would be just or somebody random, and it would be, like, we get there like at 10 o'clock. They'd show up at like 11. Then there'd be somebody that shows up at midnight. There'd be show up somebody at 1. They're like, God damn, how long have y'all been here? It's like, well, we have a fire going. <laughs> I've already, you know, I've already done a load of laundry since I've been here. So I'm still in my football pads. 
What does that tell him you? And, him and Sean, them fuckers. He's like, where y'all going? Oh, we're going to Palm 4. All right. And then the, they go straight to Palm 4. Like, yep. there's no decency with them fuckers. Oh, I can dude. remember, man, back in the days, like Mud Bow, too. They come tootling by us. And I still fuck with Sean all the time about it. But they like they come tootling by, man, 345. They be gone past, bow past everybody. I'm like, you chicken fuckers. Dude, West End, that was the... That was like where we hunted. That was the good old days. That's the only place we hunted. Man, like Central used to be a hammer time, dude. I'm talking, but it would be like so good every weekend, every single weekend for like three years. We hunted Central Unit, even if they didn't dredge out the deal. It was, God, it was a fucking logistical nightmare. Well, we just we started pulling up with because at that time I, I knew that was going to well, happen. No one's the podcast son. Um, with the uh, I'll finish this up real quick. We would get to the point. And I would, we'd pull the boat out. We'd, we had butterfly screws for the motor. Take the motor, the motor off. off. Somebody would yeah. take the um, gas tank, and then two people would carry the boat all the way down the levee, drop it into the water, put Hell it back yeah. together. Put it back together, rock and roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lightweight. We traveled light when we went there. Piss on the winch and the T-posts. And I the- didn't, dude, we couldn't afford a winch. We were fucking sophomores in high school. We couldn't, I was like, like the first time I ever saw a winch, I was like, oh my God. Let's go ahead and knock this out of the way. What is your podcast name? So, like, we can go ahead and people that are listening on live, on verbally or audible or YouTube, whatever. So, we are on uh, Apple, Poc- uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify. I guess that's audible. I don't know. I don't do all I that I think shit. that's real. We upload it to the RSS Anvil and it goes. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Big Texas Outdoor Podcast. Uh, that's the name of the Instagram. That's the name of the Facebook. That's also the TikTok and YouTube. Uh, we actually have a giveaway that we're going to do. We've been kind of waiting to piggyback off y'all's success one more time and uh, kind of get out. And we've got a uh, that's duck that, strap. I think it's smooth, man. Yeah, man, it's pretty nice, man. It turned out pretty good. I'm I'm happy with how it did. Uh, two drops, individual drops, you know, six loops per drop, so you can hang a limit of ducks off of it. We've got uh, – This is what I, I, I've been wanting to, I've been waiting on you to talk about that. we got the Dirty Duck Coffee Company French Roast. If y'all can see that, I want to make sure. Uh, man, it's a great company. they got some badass coffee. Uh, we have a promo code. It's uh, capital T, Texas Outdoor, uh, 15% off. Uh, I've been wanting to try that coffee. It's so Not good as well. So good. I need uh, to buy uh, some. We got some stuff from our friends over at Sure Shot Game Calls. Got a badass camo hat. We got another custom paracord lanyard. A couple of calls. Uh, we got some stickers. And we got all kind of shit. Dirty Duck sticker. I think we got some. Did we get a shirt? No, we're out of Sure Shot stickers. We need to so, I, I probably have one at the shop if you need one. Oh, look at there. Uh, so uh, we're going to do that giveaway. Look at it probably the beginning of next week uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Some lucky sucker is going to get some cool shit that we put a lot of time and a lot of sweat into. Took well, how, time away from Is it one families. of those where you have to like, comment? Yeah, it's going to be a like, comment, tag, three friends, I think. I, I We haven't really ironed out the specifics on how we're going to do that just yet. But we want to do it soon. We want to get it out there and get it done. So Let me know whenever you do it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll yeah, share it on the sure. story. That's for sure. But, our uh, story's been like good. Like that. That's like honestly, our, our, our Instagram story has been way better than like even our post. Like I'll post an Instagram story and it'll get 3,000 views at least so it's like well i know there's more people like clicking and actually looking at that i'll be honest like i look at them all like when they come up like when i'm going through like i look at them all and for i don't know what it is about the stories it's such a great feature you know you never think about it like you think about social media and like 
that's such a great like even TikTok stories. Like I fucking watch everybody TikTok stories. I'm like, wow, like I just go look at their TikToks. I I'll watch their TikTok stories and won't even look at their TikToks, you know? Yeah. Like it's just it's, Instagram's the same way. Instagram I'm really big. Like Facebook stories I do watch, but I don't know why it is Instagram stories. Like I fucking uh, sit there and go through them, you know. I won't lie. I actually so I'm not huge on the social media. Like I don't even have my own personal Instagram page, but I do look at Instagram stories. I won't look at your Snapchat story. I know it's going to oh, no, be. Oh, no, yeah, I ain't watching that shit. Dude, it's going to be, especially right now, Steamboat Music Festival. It's, it's going to be 75 minutes of somebody playing and that I've already seen or just. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, bro, one, I want to be there, so stop That's rubbing in. Uh, two, don't post. It's the bullshit, man. Just don't, yeah, like, like make like a picture. Like, take a picture. Take a 10 seconds. You if know, I, if like I don't go post through and watch. 14 fucking songs If I'm watching Snapchat stories, I'm extremely bored and have nothing better to do. I just don't watch them. Even when yeah, I'm bored, yeah. I it's just the same. Like, if I post one, it's going to be, like, my meal, because I'm a typical white girl. I like, I'll post one of, like. I'll be doing that. Like, oh, yeah, look at how perfect the steak is. But Yeah, I'll be doing that. The, I, I will never be the person. You're not going to get. You're not going to look at my story and see. Um, I, I don't even know. I can't even think of. It's the long, drawn-out shit that yeah. people put on there. Like, if they're at a concert, they, they take, like, two minutes. And you like see 18,000 cell phones, all video. And I'm like, how can y'all even enjoy the fucking concert? Like, yeah, you just don't feel it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Hey, if you're listening to this on the live, because y'all are actually hearing it right now, hey, don't video uh, concerts. It's dumb. I've gotten to the point now where, like, on for social media, like, I'm so busy in life now. The business takes priority over a lot of things, but I'll get our stuff done, and then I, I really don't, like, look at it, a lot of stuff on social media. Like, if I'm, you know, uh, got some downtime or something, I'll get on there and, and browse around, but, like, I don't have time for that shit, man. Well, you probably get, I mean, to be honest with you, especially, like, all the stuff that y'all do, it's so social media based, you know, like it I mean, burns you all out. your content. Yeah, exactly. All I'm your bur- content, I am all your I'm, I'm merch, point, everything. Man. I mean, like you get so burned up. I mean, because it's just the same old, same I don't, old. I don't get on TikTok to like watch TikTok. Watch shit. I get on there to promote our shit and then that's really Dude, it. I'll be honest with you though. That that thing is the greatest invention ever because there's there's no funnier shit than what's on TikTok. No, and then I will get in a, you know, Theo Vaughn. I go I'll I go watch Theo Vaughn. I go look at Theo Vaughn's page like three times a week looking for new videos. Yeah. It is like uh I would say probably the greatest social media tool is like, TikTok. No, for sure. For me, it's the best work time pastime. Like since I've been off for seven days, I, if I'm lying, I'm dying. I've probably looked at like maybe seven or eight minutes of like TikTok in seven days. I just like you, but like when I'm at night, like working nights, bro, shit. On the top. Your boy going to mm-hmm. be an hour, hour and a half deep on, on TikTok. Just for a, deep in the rabbit hole. Just oh, down that motherfucker. It, it, my, my screen time, like it'll give you my weekly deal and it's like, TikTok was up 78% this week. But then, like, when I'm on my seven days off, it's like, TikTok was down to only 2% of your, like, screen time. Right. Like, but the way I look at it, like, for a a um, advertising, like, point of view, when I walk into a room in a public place, I, I'm not surprised to see probably 80% of the people are just staring at their phones. Yeah. And that's all people do is look at their fucking phone on for TikTok sure. Instagram, whatever, they're fucking staring at that motherfucker. So I'm thinking to myself, well, this is great because this is a way for us to promote ourselves and get, you know, our brand out there. Everybody 
everybody is just glued to technology nowadays. It's a, it's a good thing for us in a sense for us, you know, our advertising and, and showing, you know, uh, building our brand, but it's sad, man. It, it, if you look at it, it's sad. It really is. My, if you look at my, if you see me and probably general public looking at my phone, I would, I would put a hundred dollars. I'm probably just playing clash of clans cause I'm bored at wherever I'm at. So I'm a, <laughs> I'll, I'll put, put that on, on I'll put that on a record. I'll be, I'll be clashing boy. Just some clans out there. Clashing. Oh, dude, I'm just, just clashing. pillaging, just pillaging somebody. Oh, shit. dude, I'm somebody that worked hard to put many hours into building their shit. Order I mean, just wrecking is, their shit. I would, I wouldn't be. Uh, I would say at least four grand deep into Clash oh, of Clans. Oh, shut the fuck he up! He has spent some cash no. on that. So this game. deal with that Mitchell <laughs> is because me and Mitchell like, you, dude. Clash we of started Clans, the same day. We started the same day. I was. We were like, oh, dude. Clash of Clans, like 10 or 11 years ago, like whenever you first got your first smartphone, like whenever they first came out, it was like, this game. We started the same day. We played. We are the same. He stopped playing. I never stopped playing. He started playing, saw that I was way ahead of him. He stopped playing, picked it back up. I still haven't stopped playing. And then Mitchell quit. Every time I get back on there and look at Porter stuff, I was like, oh, that's another 1500 at least he but spent. But it's so ridiculous. Dude, like, I got so invested in Farmville there for a little while. Like, I was, <laughs> I was really ashamed. I was kind of ashamed of myself. I, was, I, I spent some money on that. I was – it's so stupid. Like, is it – like – what are you farming on there, man? Man, everything, dude. I was I was making Marijuana. a fucking empire, a mecca. No, there wasn't no there wasn't no weed on there. But oh damn, I bet I, was hey, I bet twenty twenty three there'll be weed on farm. Oh, well, probably so. For never sure. even I mean, played it. There might have been on that one. I just didn't get that high. But like, so like guys <laughs> at work, you know, we get our breaks and our lunches and shit. Like we'll all play the same game. We will all get together and play it. You know, man, we were on a little Farmville kick there for a while. We oh, were bro. ripping. Uh, at work for us, milking the cows for the for the last. Like, for a while, is the eight-ball pool game. Oh, dude, I fucked the eight-ball pool. Hey, dude. we used to sit with our phones. Like, like I'd be in the same truck with my buddy. We'd be on break. I'd be like, I'd be looking at that fucker like, oh, I got your ass out, bitch. You know, eight, like, looking at it. Eight-ball pool is a big one. Uh, Uno. Like, just the Uno I, game. I, so, I just got an iPhone. I just joined the iPhone family. And you were coming from Android? Last year, yeah. I have had Galaxy. Okay, okay. Let's just – I'm going to take this survey Thank right God now. What is up. your – comparison do you prefer and this is mainly for tanner do you prefer yeah. the android or the iphone more okay so i will say this much for sure there are things that i still love about the android that the iphone doesn't have and i, I could never work them motherfuckers forever that's why i never switched like i just was so geared up to using the galaxy and their whole little interface and stuff and like it took me probably a solid Three months. And the only reason I got an iPhone was because I couldn't get an Android. They were literally sold out, and all they had was an iPhone. And I was leaving to go to West Texas turkey hunting, and I had to have a phone. I had broke mine. And uh, so I was like, fuck it. I'll just make the switch to the iPhone as much as I hate it because I hate those phones. But after having it now, there's definitely some things I like. There's definitely some things that I don't. But now that I know how to operate it, like it is, it is really user-friendly. It is as user-friendly as an Android is when you figure out how to use it, you know, like the Android has a home button. The Android user friendly at all. Uh, Nobody does like no iPhone. People think it is, but like coming from somebody who's had every galaxy from the S five active to the S. I don't remember what the fuck I had this last one. I don't remember what it was. It was the newest one before then. It was like a S 12 or something like that. You know, I had like eight of them. Yeah. You know, like from something like, like it is, you know, 
Because it's got a back button and it's got a home button. You know, I found one time the back button's on the top, the next time it's on the bottom. Yeah. Porter, Porter. But, let me just say this. Right. One of us, I don't know who it's going to be, but one of us needs to make a bet with Tanner. The loser has to get, like, if you lose, you have to get an Android. If Tanner loses, he has to get an iPhone. Oh, that'd be. But for dude, at I, least a year. I had a, I had Android all the way up until iPhone 10. Like, until they came out of the 10, which was only like two or three years ago. Yeah. I had Android. And, you know, I was like, I was like, dude, fuck that iPhone. And I just swapped over because, honestly, my wife was like, you need to get an iPhone. So I did. And then I was like, like, it was just my world opened up. Okay, so let me say this. I was like, the, wow. The, the, so the, much better. The accessibility of the iPhone, like, with Apple products is unparalleled to the Android. Like, you could Bluetooth your Android. That shit work, like, 50% of the time. Like, I got an iPad now. I've got AirPods. Like all that shit is so seamless. Well, Android don't have nothing good. but a phone. No, you can get you can, Galaxy like this. They, they make Galaxy Buds and shit, and they had the Galaxy tablets. Look, but look, we're not going to go down this black hole. We could go on, but I will say this: if you are trying to post decent photos <laughs> online, 100%. you cannot do that with an Android phone. It. it looks like shit. Yeah, it looks like dog it. You shit. You can't send it. First and foremost, you can't even. I couldn't send you a good video. I cannot send. You can't send a video I from iPhone send, to Android uh, or Android to iPhone. I can't send photos to Androids right now. Yeah. I don't know. It's something on their end, I'm sure. But it's it's <laughs> fucked. It's, it's fucked. fucked. We don't use fucked, Androids. Bud. We use iPhones. No, so that I'll be honest with you, like that being able to send a video, like take a video and send it to somebody, it's asinine to me because I've never been able to do it. Because even when I had a guy like my dad. Has a galaxy. It's like me and him could FaceTime each other and shit, and it was always shit. Like, we couldn't, like, even when we'd send each other videos, they were still shit. And I'm like, this looks so good when I take it on my phone, and then when I send it, it looks like ass, you know? And that's just on their end. They need to work those bugs out, but I don't care because I don't use their shit. No, so. I am I am happy that I made the Switch. Like, I definitely, there is still that Tanner, he's happy he made the Switch, and you would be too if you made it. Yeah, Tanner. <laughs> uh, listen up. Stop being dumb. <laughs> he's he, just adamant, man. He's like... Him and Joe. I don't understand. And it's hilarious because they're like, oh, we can FaceTime. I'm Tanner, like, when you watch this or listen to it, coming from somebody who's been where you've been, <laughs> you won't hate the Switch. You'll hate it at first. You'll hate it for probably the first two months. Oh, dude. Because there was times I'd be like, fuck this fucking phone. I'd throw it, you know. But after dude, after some instruction and some and some screen time, it's I solid. love <laughs> because I, I don't I don't even start like a com- like today. This is literally happened today. Like, I don't say nothing about any Apple product to him ever. Zero, nada, unless we have the conversation together. But he just, out of nowhere, he goes, that fucking MacBook, piece of shit. I'm just like, and I'm like. Hold on. I'm like, MacBook's the greatest fucking uh, laptop. I was just like, okay. That's fine. What other computer do you have? You bought a MacBook. They are awesome computers, but they are kind of a pain in the fucking ass to operate. I to learn mine. I, I do all of but our just, uh, content hilarious. creation on my MacBook Pro, and it's a bad motherfucker. It's a bad motherfucker. Dude, I mean, it's just funny, though. He just literally just out of nowhere, that MacBook. I'm just like, <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm on your bullshit Google Chrome. Like, that's what we do all our shit off of. Is a Tanner Chrome. runs Dell, huh? He probably runs it. AOL still. AOL, yeah. Sound like a that little yellow transform. Yeah, the little yellow triangle dude. Just running. But Got his phone line plugged in the back of that bitch. Oh, yeah. Dialing that's, up. That's Tanner. He still uses dial-up. He's in the stone. You won't age. hate the Switch, Tanner. Get an iPhone. Yeah. It, just for the sake of your friends, because like, they talk so much. My All my friends talk so much shit to me for like the last 10 fucking years. Yeah. And I finally, I was like, As you know what, fuck should. it. And it is, it is nice. Like, it's nice to be able to FaceTime. 
it's nice to be able to send videos to people and shit like that. Like it is cool. I do like it. I'm not mad at it. Uh, we can have that conversation another day, but anyway, um, I don't even know how we got onto that, but wait, that was a rabbit hole. That was a rabbit hole. We went down the hole and we could have been in a deeper one, but, uh, nah, dude, um, I'm glad to see that y'all's podcast, you're having fun with That's the main thing, dude. If we honestly, and this is, I said this beginning, if we only had one person that listened, I would keep doing it. It's fun. Regardless. I will say that much for people. If y'all want to check us out, man, we have some good, wholesome conversation. Uh, it's kind of a, it's an outdoorsy podcast. Obviously we talk a lot about hunting right now because we started it during hunting season. So that's kind of been our main focus. Uh, we're going to do some, some fishing stuff come springtime and some, uh, a lot of gun stuff, man, me and my buddy, Jonathan, that started this, uh, me and him started this together. We're, we've been best friends since we were three years old and both of us big time second amendment guys, you know, big time hunters, fishermen. And, you know, we, we plan on doing some cool shit, talking about a lot of guns, a lot of neat. I've been fortunate enough, man. I've 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 got to put my hands on some pretty neat firearms and stuff, and long range shooting and stuff like that. It's just it's going to be kind of interesting. So we we get after it. If y'all like that kind of stuff, man, go check us out and give us mind. a give us a like, give us a follow, give us some feedback. You know, it's uh it's one of those deals that follow them. We always uh, we always. Constructive criticism is is a plus, you know. Please don't be a piece of shit because I'm pretty good at talking trash, and I will make you feel bad. Uh, but you can be you can be courteous, and you can be kind, and you can be constructive. And I'd love to hear it, man. Anything we can do to make it better, that's that's what we're really after. I would love to go hop on it. Come on, man! Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll switch it up. We'll collab next time. We'll be with our setup. It's not near as nice as y'all's, but we'll make it happen, dude. I'll come hop on that bitch. I love. We'll, doing we'll it, do dude. it. We'll fire it's that shit up quick. My favorite thing that we do out of this whole thing, like hands down, it's man. When you when you especially like when you get with guys like especially like minded people, you know, kind of can you can you can do like that shit. We we can run on for hours. I mean, we can sit right here and bullshit and talk trash and you know about literally everything and it's, it's almost like you get caught up i mean hell we had one episode we had to make it into two because we had two and a half hours worth of content you know and we're just sitting there just talking about just dumb shit deer dogs and you know stupid shit and i mean we just had so many stories and so many different things and and, and it just ran into we had to make it two episodes and i was like damn like you don't think about it you know when you get around people, you know, friends and stuff like that, I mean, you can just sit there and, and spout off at, at anything and just keep it, anything. keep the ball rolling, you know? And that's what makes it fun, man. That's what that's makes it fun because you never know. I guess the deal, like, you have these, like, you have this idea in your mind, like, what you want to talk about. And then just like the fucking iPhone Android conversation, like, that wasn't nowhere in the script. And we could go off on that. I mean, you can go off on a tangent on anything. And, man, you'd be surprised at the quality of conversation yeah. that comes out of that. Not saying that that was quality of conversation at all. <laughs> yeah, but. But. but you know, you get the gist. I mean, it's it's the same concept. You can you can take off on that. You can run with something, man. And you never know. I mean, it's sometimes, like I said, if anything that we talk about, or I've I've done a lot of shit, man. I've 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 hunted a lot of ducks for a long, long time. I fished a lot. I've killed all kinds of deer and and stuff like that. I mean, I've been hunting a long time. I've done a lot of long range shooting. You know, thousand plus yard shooting. And I, I if if anything that I have to talk about is enough that. So one person can take it and use it effectively, and 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 it helps them in any way. Like you said, if one person listened, and and that was that's enough, you know. And it's just fun. I mean, help some people may take it and be like, those guys are dumbasses, and really, we are dumbasses. Yeah, well, you yeah, are yeah. absolutely. Most of our people follow us. They probably think we are, but also, and don't take this the wrong way, y'all are just like us. We're just honestly, we're all just a bunch of meat sacks. Meat sacks. So 
or just walking meat sacks with a brain. Yeah. So but, you know, that's that's the that's the kicker. I mean, it's it's nice to be able to take. You know, I've got twenty plus years waterfowl hunting and fifteen plus deer hunting and twenty plus fishing and. I mean, I'm 30 years old, man. I've been duck hunting since I was seven. I've been shooting a gun duck hunting since I was seven. I've been going since I was four. You know, and I, if, if anything that any of my experiences that I can take helps somebody, that's my deal is, man, I, I get in the marsh, and, and if I'm in a pond with somebody and there's two of them and two of you know, me and another guy, I'm like, hey, man, ain't no sense in us both having a shitty hunt. Y'all come over here. You know what I mean? Like, y'all come home yeah. with us. Like, that's what it's about. You know, it's yeah, it's cool to go kill limits of ducks and and stuff like that. And man, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Every time I'm going, that's what I'm out for. You know, that's what I'm trying to do. But I mean, you get to meet people. That's the coolest part, man. You meet people and you hunt with people, and you know, you kind of see how they do, and they see how you do, and you kind of feed off of each other. You know, kind of no take doubt. some ideas. It's nice. It's fun. It opens up your perspective. It really makes you better, regardless of what people think. It makes you better. You go hunt and do with different people, and you kind of can take and pull from you know things that they do that makes them successful and us for instance you know what i'm saying you know some of the stuff that y'all okay y'all got out and y'all grinded and y'all have done this y'all have made this brand y'all have made this podcast y'all you know y'all social media is huge you know y'all's merch is huge the podcast is badass like you know you take all that you know and and, and i can come in here from the outside never having done any of this you know and i and i'll listen to y'all like i said i listen to y'all's podcast pretty devotedly like i missed maybe two episodes maybe and you know, I can pull from that and, and and run with this whole nother idea, this whole nother entity, you know, and it actually kind of half-assed be decent. You know, and I look back at it and I listen to my own podcast. I'm like, man, I'm, like, I'm afraid I'm going to feel like a dumbass or sound like a dumbass. I'm like, man, I was like, you know, that really wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, it, is, it was good. It was good. You know, it's constructive. It was, you know, and people tell me, like, I have a lot of people that listen and, and stuff, you know, and, man, I got a buddy of mine, uh, that he he listened to it every when we were putting them out every week, man. He was every Monday. He's like, man, I listen to it every Monday on my way to work. He's like, I love it, you know. And that's like, it makes you feel good, you know. I mean, it's not I was like you're clout chasing or nothing like that. It's just it's fun. Yeah, it's some fun. We go sit around, shoot the bullshit, you know, have a, a little drinky drink, and you know, just yeah. kick it. I mean, that's the biggest deal is, you know, just getting to getting to have some fun and and talk about shit. You learn and all that other good stuff. So. No doubt. But it was truly a, pr- a pleasure having you on, man. We'll and, do that. Uh, we'll do that collab for sure. No doubt. Yeah. We'll run it back. And yeah. uh, definitely, I do respect you in a, in a sense of you've been out there. You've hunted that public land. You've put in that work. Also, you guide, man. It, it's truly respectable what you do. And you know what the hell you're doing. You have fun with it. And that, that's what we're about, too. We like to have a good time and, uh, you know, just have fun with it. I appreciate it, man. Uh, I, I, I've been uh, – I've been I've – been, been real interested in coming and jumping on. I know, Mitch, you hit me up there. Shit, this has been a couple months ago, you know, wanting to get on and talk. And it's been fun to to, to get on here and visit with you guys and see. I hadn't seen y'all in a hot minute, too. So Yeah, no, it's good, man. And we'll, like uh, I said, we'll do it again with your, your buddy. And then we'll – I'll me, Mitch, whoever, we'll come jump on yours. We'll do it. Yeah, fuck yeah. We'll fire it up. Try to help out. I want to see everybody succeed. For sure, man. That's the biggest deal. I mean, it's, it's a big old world, man. There's plenty enough room for everybody in oh, it. Oh, dude, it's – my favorite saying, which I haven't found it yet, but it's like when people are like chasing money, it's like, bro, they make it every day. Every day. Just go get it. Every it's day. Like, all you got to do is go get it. Yeah. So, man, we appreciate your time. Thank you. I hope you have a good day at work tomorrow. I will uh, think about you while I'm not at work. Let me know about that hunt on Friday if y'all trying yeah. to if y'all trying to jump in old Black Betty and make a run. We can I do got it. your number. Black Betty. That's her. Yeah. That's her. No, yeah, but, man, we appreciate your time. All right, brother. Thank you for the live. Appreciate viewers. it, guys. Thank you. Check us out. Yeah. Uh, 
You'll find this on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. You can find there's the Big Texas Outdoor Podcast. Outdoor Podcast. BTO, baby, BTO. BTO. Find that on all your social media You platforms. can also find me at Colton Breezy on Instagram or Facebook. That's the handle. Or the TikTok. Check it out. Yeah. Follow them. Everybody that's watching, follow. So we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. And uh, we have another podcast coming soon after this one.